The Adam and Gordon Show presents Christmas. Man, it is really coming down out there. Oh, I hope Adam makes it in safely. Good thing the fire's still going. I knew I could trust Eric. Ooh, looks like it's a good one. Warm and toasty. Well, better have a look around. Fridge is stocked. Fresh towels. Lots of firewood. Ooh, the kettle's done. Hearth and home. Ah, it's all you could want for Christmas. Except no Adam. Oh, man. Ooh, a piano. Did I hear someone say piano? You made it! And not a moment too soon. Pass me that songbook and let's make the season bright. Only if I can give you some of my famous hot cocoa, too. I'd love some. <sighs> oh, that's fine. I don't know if our friends will get here anytime soon, but the place looks great. You really made it feel like home. I worked awfully hard, Adam. Say, are we going to spend all day here talking, or is this Christmas? Here's one from the old country. Not bad. Mind if I raise my voice alongside yours? <laughs> the pleasure's all mine. Oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree, thy leaves are so unchanging. And Adam and Gordon sang for many hours, and so did the storm. But it soon was getting dark, and there was no sign of their friends. What were our boys to do? Oh, it's dark out now, and there's no sign of them. And the turkey is just about cooked. I just hate for all this preparation and merriment to go to waste. It is a shame, Gordon. But I bet I know something that might cheer you up. Cookies? Better. Well, let's not say things we can't take back. It's a story. The story of our fair alma mater, the great Babylon U. <laughs> Where we met! It's a Christmas yarn that's just the thing for me to weave to keep us warm until our friends make it here. I'm just sure they will, Adam. Oh, I'm sure of it! Sounds good. Pass me that there flask of festive cider. Woo! That'll put some snowbells on your wreath. Anyway, it all began one snowy winter night in Babylon. Me, my, mo. Me, my, mo. Honeypots, hummingbirds, Huntington's cummerbunds. Honeypots, hummingbirds, Huntington's cummerbunds. Five minutes? <sighs> yes, I am ready. No, I'm miserable. Lucas, this is the biggest interview of our lives. Are you ready? We're college students, Claire. It's Christmas Eve, 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 Eve. Lucas, do you know what this means? Uh, October-ish... 40th? And we are interviewing Evelyn Dow at the Zeitgeber Auditorium. There will be an agent in the audience. An agent in the audience? At least one. Wow. One whole agent. And what do agents do? Well, that depends, Claire. An agent means we might get a deal on internet TV someday. Internet TV. That's really something. And no mistake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> Absolutamentalutely. Yeah. You're on. We're on, Ali Donnie. Yeah, pretendly we sure as shoes are. Mayor's blessing, uh, Claire and Lucas. May she smile down upon you. Oh, oh. And five, four, three, two. I'm Claire. I'm Lucas. And, and you're. B <coughs> Babylon. And we're the core members of the Lucas and Claire Show. Founders. Tent poles. And tonight, we're here to interview Evelyn. <coughs> tonight, we're here to interview Evelyn. <coughs> tonight, we're here to interview Evelyn Dow. See, they love us. Yeah. But before Evelyn, we have some, uh... Observatinonians for your listenage. <clears throat> um, he hey, 
How many of you buy lunch at the dining halls? Anyone on the meal plan? I'm on the meal plan. You and me both, sister. I love meal plans. You get to know how much they expect you to eat. But here's one thing I don't get, guys. Does anyone actually eat that much? I do. Right, but... Well, it's a joke, and I and Forks are plentiful. Bring on Evelyn! Evelyn! Chalkboards, am I right? I don't know. Are you? Okay, Lucas. We're Lucas and Claire. We're on BTV at midnight every other midweek during midterm, so don't mid-miss us. Evelyn! Thank you. So, without further pun-do... Here's Her Majesty, Our Lady of Bacon and Baking, the Sultan of Sweet, the Titan of Taste, the Princess of the Petite Four, uh, the girl who has to pee. <laughs> Hi! We love you, Evelyn! 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 We love you! Thanks! I love you, too. Excellent! I, Lucas Stoner, am so proud, on behalf of Babylon's Enduring Service Initiative, to be here tonight with Claire Wells, talking to Evelyn Dow. And I'm Claire. And I'm happy to be talking with Lucas, with Evelyn. Thank you. I wasn't done reading accolades. You know her as the Janus Circle Award winner, three-time Clariental Scholar and Perennial Somnopolis Times bestseller. Her first novel, Does This Dress Make Me Look Thin?, was a tour de force, coming of corsage story set in the suburbs of Carson City. It was an unflinching look at taste, desire, and the core challenges of human interaction while eating. Evelyn's new novel, The Black Widows, is a true crime novel set in Icarus Falls. So true, in fact, that you are the main character. That's right. And this is your first stop on the tour. Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve. You, uh, you forgot an Eve. I forget nothing. I understand the Babylon Campus Bookstore is on three-month back order for the novel. Wow, really? Mm Mm-hmm. Got my copy right here. Well, that's amazing. I was wondering if you could talk a bit about your experience in Babylon. What do you want to know? Well, we have many writers here. Hi. I wonder, how did your experience here affect you as an artist? That's a tough question. It is? Well, I mean... How does anyone become anything? Could you expand on that? I just mean like I was born who I am. I always knew I knew how to do this. I was always making stories. What do stories mean to you? Anything from the reason to wake up to the reason to fall asleep. Some stories are pretty bad. (laughs) Not even that so much. Rather that some things don't appeal to everyone. Something I find engaging might be nothing to you. Isn't that what the writer has to take into account? A writer should only write what she would read. That's what I do. Do you read your own work? Why wouldn't I? What do you think about your writing? I like it better than anyone else's writing. Really? Well, it's a good test, isn't it? Of, uh, what? Of if I'm writing for myself. Like, if I can pick up Thin or even Widows now and feel connected to it, that's key. Because it means I wrote it truthfully. And by virtue of my having written it, I'm the first person it will appeal to. So, when I write something, I like returning to it. Later, or whenever, really. How else could I ever get better as a writer? Fascinating. Didn't you ask me about Babylon, though? I did. No, I did. Well, whatever. I can say this is where I realized... Huh. What's funny? Well, well, I realized something else about myself here. Something I... What? (laughs) This is funny, because this thing, this, this realization, this story is... What? Well, it's the thing I'm thinking of writing about next. A new novel? (gasps) Screenplay? I don't know. I haven't even started yet. But I... Well, I know this is something important from my life that I will want to use. Maybe telling you about it will be another kind of test, you know? A a pre-test to see if this thing is story-worthy. Are you saying what I think you're saying? I don't know. Let me rephrase. Are you saying you're going to tell us something you've never told Anyone? I wouldn't say I haven't told anyone, but I haven't exactly figured out what all this all means. Please, by all means, figure, figure. Well, actually, would anyone here be so kind as to bring me a a hot chocolate or something? It is, after all, Christmas Eve, 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 Eve. Hot chocolate. Really? No one here has... Uh, We, we can... 
We can. Oh, we can't. Sorry, Evelyn. We'll try to sort it out. I'm being told. Yes. Ah, technical difficulties. Bye. She'll be back with chocolate. Why don't you tell us about the story? Okay. Well, this all started my freshman year at Babylon. It was my first class, in fact, in Zeitgeber Hall with Professor Ash. Is this seat taken? No. Thanks. No need to thank me. Class, welcome to quantum linguistics. It was some elective I took with Professor Ash, but that doesn't even matter. What matters is what happened at the end of the period. And that, students, is the entire thrust of scientific inquiry, nay, life itself. Any questions? Hearing none, I will consider this class. I have a question, Professor. Yes, miss? Mr. Easy, is it true the science department is in possession of a stone? Excuse me? A stone. You mean what, like in the myth of Sir Eric? <clears throat> Children's stories. What? Yes, I heard there's one here in Babylon. I don't... Is it here? Is it in this building? I... Where is it? Enough! I... This is not appropriate. I don't know of any such thing. I, I, I don't know any such thing exists. I cannot answer this question. Class dismissed. And he stormed out of the room, not answering the question. Who was that professor, by the way? So, but, yeah, I left. But the kids were all intrigued by the question. Who asked? Someone in the back. Couldn't really see his face, but he was a little fella. He said his name was Mr. Easy. Yeah? Anyway, I got to talking with my new friend. What was that about? What was what? That kid. That question. Hey, what were you asking him about? I heard there's a stone here. Where? How? That is precisely what I was trying to find out. No, no, I meant where did you hear that? How did you hear it? Why don't you ask him? Do you know him? No. Do you know about this stone business? No. Why does it seem like you're being funny? I've heard a lot of things. What's your name? I'm just... a guy. Right, sure. Well, I'm Evelyn. I know. I was here when the prof did attendance. Oh, right. Didn't you hear my name? Didn't I? What is it? What isn't it? You weren't listening. I was. You forgot. I don't forget anything. Then what's my name? I was thinking about cake, okay? Guy. Kind of like the sound of that. I'm sorry, Guy. Eh, it's fine. Just know sometimes rumors aren't worth listening to. I don't know how to not listen to people. I hear everything, except when I'm distracted. For real? Yeah. In fact, I, I could hear something strange happening in the hallway. It was an argument. Faint, but I could make out a struggle, a scuffle. You have super hearing? Doesn't everyone? Uh... <clears throat> oh, blasted lock! Where's the key? Aha! I could hear fast footsteps and muttering. The stone is ours, chaps. It's the professor! He's in trouble! You know that? Yes, we have to go save him. How? I listened, okay? And you look like you'd know better than me how to win a fight, so, so let's go save him, yeah? You look like you know how to keep from losing. What does that look like? I don't know. Let's just go. Ash's door. Smashed open. Where did they go? Let's investigate. What was that? Sounded like it was coming from below. A trap door. Wow, there's a blue light down there. I have to protect that stone. I knew you knew something about this. No time for talking. I'm gone. I'm, I'm coming too! Well? Ugh, yes. Thank you so much, Jenkinsbot. Anything for Evelyn? Jenkins lived? Jenkinsbot is neither living nor dead. Jenkinsbot only knows and loves Evelyn, the creator. I got it! Hot chocolate already found and given to Evelyn. Your services are not needed, Claire. Anyway, Martin and I ran downstairs and found Professor Ash tied up. Ash was tied up, and the student Easy was there with these two other guys. They've got him tied, but let's hang back a minute. Okay. Professor Ash, at last we meet. Who are you? Really? Well, no student. Get me out of these bloody chains. I'm Mr. Easy, Copeland, and I'm here to make things quite simple. My lesson is, if you'll forgive me, an easy one. 
simple subtraction. Blast it all! Get me out of here at once! I can't let you do that, Mr. Ash. Just staying in the cards. Swine! What do you think you'll do with it? It's just a piece of rock I like. We both know that isn't so, Professor. It's so much more than any old rock. That rock can be anything I call it. Language being, after all, the father of invention. Ow! Enough. Give me the code, and I will remove myself without any further ill. If I give you the code, we'll all be gone. Not quite. My assistants are quite hardy. I'm tough. And thick. Wonderful. Well? Well, I dare say this is the first time I've ever been held captive by anything but my own doubts. The code, Professor. Or your life. My life. Indeed. Well, the code is... Freeze! Who's this? I'm no one. I was never here. (laughs) Jolly good work, Martin. The Janices have brought you along very well. I don't work for the Janices. Well, that's too bad. Because I do. (laughs) On guard, I say. (laughs) Evelyn? I'll get you out. They're too tight. I need a knife. I have one in my desk. Top drawer. On it. The stone is mine. Not while I'm around. I don't see anything. Really? It's rather large. Weak, as I thought. And now to eliminate you with a power annex. No! Aha! Guy! Honey, baby. Ow! Oh, you brutal, brutal man! I say, what knife work! Tied up and safeguarded from danger. My job here is done. Oh, well done. Absolutely porcelacent. Oh no. <gasps> it is wonderful. Glinda will be so proud. And I will be so rich. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Evelyn, are you... What What happened? How are you... It sucked him in. Pretty weird, I guess, but I feel pretty good. What about you, guy? Me? <laughs> I'm just a guy. Yeah, that's how I met Martin. I didn't even know his name was Martin until like two years ago, though, on Widow's Peak. We had some fun times in Carson City not long after. That's what the rest of the book will be about. Professor Ash had a piece of the stone? I don't know. I'm just talking about meeting Martin. Hey, what? And now the story of how you meet your end. Remember me? (gasps) Oh, you two. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. And Martin. I'm saying one, but I'm hearing two. We're the gift that keeps on giving. He's literally mopping the floor with them. It's Christmas, that ain't right. Here's a little present. I'll clean up. I'm good at cleaning. Wow, that's... This is quite a story. Just another day at Babylon University. Sorry, I ruined your stage. It's... Pretty messy back there. It is? On the plus side, it's still Christmas. Yay! Want to go get dessert at the towers? I'd love it. Come along, Jenkins Bot. Christmas and Evelyn. Uh. Everyone can come join at the towers. But I had a whole thing I was going to say. Really? No one cares? Let's go. Did you see it when the guy fought those two guys? Um, yeah. It was crazy. No agent came. No, not the kind we wanted. Sometimes you don't get what you want for Christmas. Who's that? It looks like... Why can't the Babylonians dress properly? Professor Ash! I could have texted all night, darling. (gasps) And the other Professor Ash! Lucas! Claire! Happy Christmas. You too, Professor. Merry Christmas, kids. We're making a snowman. But seem to be rather lacking on root vegetables for the face. Do I see two coal eyes? Righto. And a stovepipe hat and a corncob pipe? He's nearly the perfect snowman. We're only lacking the nose. Hey, Lucas. 
<laughs> Professor Ash. What is it, my dear boy? We were wondering if we could give you something for Christmas this year. It being Christmas Eve, 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 Eve and all. It only comes once every October and 40th. Well, go on, lad. Spit it out. Oh, shucks. Here's a warm Christmas potato that would just about light up anyone's whole Christmas day. Bless me. It's a perfect nose. A finer snowman there never has been, chaps. Sounds like you two should be getting along. You don't want to miss the feast. Absolutely not, Professor. We'll be on our way. Happy holidays. I love you, Daisy. I love you, Copeland. Martin, this is the start of a beautiful sandwich. It sure is. I love pie. <laughs> Being happy is great. I wish I could be happy. Jenkins, Jenkins bot. bot. Just kidding. <laughs> and Evelyn and the guy had many more adventures together. But those are for another Christmas. Wow, I never knew Babylon had such interesting things happen. Yeah. Oh, let me check on the turkey. Well, I guess that piano won't play itself. Oh, green sleeves, 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 It's not ready yet. <laughs> I'm still practicing. I meant the turkey. Well, maybe I'm not one for the piano. Oh, I wish our friends would come. If this storm really won't let up, I think I know something that'll keep us going for at least another couple logs. Go ahead. I told you the only story I know. It's about Babylon, but long ago. Back before there even was a Babylon University. In fact, this is the story of the first Christmas at the school. I can't wait to hear it. We begin in the woods of Lemuria. Behold, Bloon, the verdant valley of Babylon. What a sight for two weary vagrants such as we. And in time for breakfast, too! I'm famished. Now, now, we will dine on the finest northern foods our stomachs can stomach in due time. But first, there is business to attend to, as we have discussed. Oh, Raincomb, it is always business with you. Have you not heard that the best deals are done over a pot of coffee? Ooh, and perhaps blueberry scones fresh from the oven? Time is of the essence, my dear Bloom. It is nearly Christmas already, and I refuse to spend another holiday starving and cold in a strange and unfriendly land. I cannot argue with that, Raincomb. Thank goodness Babylon is reputed to be the friendliest hamlet east of the river. I make a point never to trust a body I have not met, but we shall see, Bloom. The more trusting the populace, the more trustworthy we shall appear. And the better Christmas shall be for us all. Well, you have your marching orders? Yes, yes. And then I will meet you in the town center, hopefully in time for lunch. And so, Erictonian physics teaches us that an object in motion will tend to lose mass indefinitely, assuming he eats a balanced diet and is, of course, a living being. Is that why my daddy is so large, Miss Ash? Because he never moves and eats too much? Exactly right, Kimmy. I'm afraid this is our time for today, children. School will reconvene after the holiday. I hope. Yes, Kimmy? What is Rico bean? Reconvene. It means to start again. And we may well start with a lesson on vocabulary. Class dismissed. Miss Ash, was it? Wilbur Raincomb at your service. It was, and I do not recall asking yours. I know we are strangers, but there is a spark in you. I swear I have known you before. Uh, perhaps in a past life. Or perhaps you're familiar with my father. He is a well-known vaudevillian down south. 
People often note the resemblance. Perhaps. Uh, but tell me, how does a woman of such charisma become stuck in this one-horse town teaching schoolchildren? And with a famous father, no less. As a matter of fact, Mr. Raincomb, Babylon has suffered from a dearth of proper education for years. And it is I alone who have decided to forego family business in favor of teaching these poor children, with no help from the town council, I might add. So I would appreciate if you would not belittle my efforts here by presuming that I am stuck rather than here on my own free will, attempting to better the community. My apologies. I, I meant no offense. Education is a wonderful thing. And an underappreciated one. Mine is the only schoolhouse in Babylon, and the council has denied all of my requests for proper funding. It is patently absurd. I could not agree more, Miss Ash. I believe we see eye to eye, and in fact, that is the very reason my business partner and I have ventured to your fair town. Please, could you take an hour out of your undoubtedly busy day to escort me to the nearest inn? I have a proposition for you that I am certain will put the council in its place. All right. One hour. If you pay for drinks. It would be my pleasure, Miss Ash. Marilla. Marilla. Lead the way. Oh, ho there! Neighbor! Greetings! Huh? What? Do I know you? I am afraid not, sir. That is, uh, whew, not yet. My name is Bloon, Noel Bloon. I am a, uh, a contractor, so to speak, and have been, uh, contracted to, pardon me, that hill is, whew, rather steep. Do you happen to have some water nearby? How about whiskey? Oh, suits me fine. I am grateful. Take a breath, son. I am Amos Lee, Babylon born and bred. Your face is unfamiliar to me. Do not tell me you are some kind of traveling con man or other such ne'er-do-well. <laughs> Mayor's mercy, no. Have I the temperament of a con? I am a simple man, Mr. Lee. I am, as I said, a land contractor from parts south of here. My partner and I have been scouting this area for some time and have chosen to settle in the Babylonian Valley due to its cool climate, its burgeoning community, and its picturesque surroundings. Oh, enough jibber-jabber. I know a salesman when I hear one. Tell me what you're selling or be gone with you. Or better yet, pull up beside me, stay quiet, and help me finish this here whiskey. A salesman? You misunderstand me. It is not so much what we are selling as what we are looking to buy. This plot of land right here, atop the hill, overlooking the town, is the perfect spot for our bold endeavor. You wish to buy my land? Now we are on the same page, so to speak. Not that I am much of a reader myself, Mr. Lee, but my partner, Raincomb, is a man of great vision, and his vision is to construct a great university, a place of higher learning, as high as the hill atop which it will stand. Here? On this very spot. A university? A Babylonian university, sir. And it will all be thanks to the family Lee. We are a family no longer. My sons are scattered to the wind. But my poor wife, bless her soul, crossed over to the wild place years ago. Mare's mercy. I am sorry to hear that, Mr. Lee. So what is a nice bit of land for a lonely old man? A legacy would suit me better, do you not think? How much is your offer, Bloom? Raincomb! Raincomb, there you are! At last! Ah, there is my partner. Sit, Bloom, and calm yourself. Can you not see we are in the presence of a lady? Oh, uh... Hello. Marilla Ash, charmed, I'm sure. 
Well, Bloon, you come bearing news? I did, just as you said, Raincomb. But there is one tiny snafu. Uh, you see, Marilla, Bloon here is a fine contractor and has been tasked with finding the perfect plot of land on which to build our fine university. I see. I thought it would be best situated high atop yon distant hill overlooking the Babylonian Valley, a symbol of prestige and higher learning. But that is Old Man Lee's property. It has been in his family for generations. He would not sell off his land to a stranger. Or would he, for the right price? Bloon, I could kiss you! You made the sale! Yes, although I did have to go a bit off script. You see, he was a keen negotiator, and you did say to offer any amount necessary. How much? How much did you offer? Mm. What? What did he say? A million? <sighs> There's mercy. Amos Lee will be Babylon's first millionaire. How exactly did you say you two came into such wealth? Oh, we do not have even a fraction of... We ran many successful businesses in our day. Wise investments and such and such. We are so eager to establish our university that we are willing to commit a great... a great deal of capital to the endeavor. I must admit, Mr. Raincomb, I was skeptical of your plan at first. But if you are willing to throw that kind of money around, in Babylon before Christmas, no less, then count me in. Wonderful! Uh, who are you, exactly? This is Marilla Ash. She is a school teacher, our moral compass, and, more to the point, our in with the Babylonian council. You will not get far breaking ground on a university without the council's approval. They are a bunch of old widows and have a tight grip on the community. I have battled with them for years to expand education funding, but to no avail. But deep pockets may sway them. Yes, yes. Well, uh, naturally, we do not have the million dollars in liquid assets. We must first speak with the banks, rearrange some accounts, procure a loan. It costs money to make money, <laughs> as they say. But, my dear Raincomb and Bloon, you must not know much about the politicians here. The president of the First Bank of Babylon is on the council, as is the head of the Architects' Union. One meeting with them would give you all the signatures you need. Of course, being so soon before Christmas... Yes, yes, we must act quickly. When is the next meeting? Why, tonight! Then we have no time to waste! We must rehearse, uh, prepare our presentation to the council. I must be off. My uncle will be expecting me for dinner, but I will return here afterwards and present you to them. Oh, Raincomb, Bloon, what a blessing it is for you to have arrived like this. Ow! What was that for? One million dollars? Where did you pull that ludicrous number from? He ran a hard bargain, Raincomb. I was not prepared for such lengthy negotiations. You know I am no good at going off script. <sighs> no matter. We must dazzle them tonight. It shall be our greatest performance yet. And then, we shall take Babylon for all it is worth. <laughs> attention, attention all. Now, if there is no further business to which we may attend, I hereby will commence to bring to a close, officially, this Christmas Eve meeting of the official town council of the hamlet of Babylon. Do all hereby accept? Aye. Nay. Who says nay? Bah, Marilla Ash. Oh, I should have known. Ash, again? You are a thorn in our side. Apologies, kind councilwoman, but this matter cannot wait. It's Christmas Eve, and we have no patience for your over-assertiveness. I bring a spokesman, Mr. Wilbur Raincomb, to speak on my behalf, to present a very enticing proposition. Good evening, madams. We shall not take long. I thank Miss Ash for presenting us to the council, though you shall find it to be yourselves who will be thanking her when all is done and said. You see, my partner, Bloon, and I... Hello! ...come here from parts south, where a formal education of the highest degree is paramount to the success of the county. Why, 
Our incumbent mayor studied at one of the foremost colleges Icarus Falls has to offer, and his oversight of the fair trade economy has led to burgeoning prosperity for the entire region. Enough mumbo-jumbo, stranger. On to the point. We propose our own form of education to be implemented right here in Babylon. That is right, my fair ladies, a real university, which starts, pardon the vocabularic coincidence, with you. What need have we for a university? We're a simple people, a farming community. We get by on old-fashioned elbow grease. That's enough for us. I, our bankers, can count, and our goods are sufficiently bought and sold. Ash will tell you the children learn what they need into the wild place with the other rot. Why waste time on theories and mind games? Put the children to work. That's our motto. Ladies, please. With all due respect, the best and brightest of Babylon, seeing no opportunities outside their particular family's livelihood, are fleeing south and west at alarming rates. Let us keep your families intact. Allow them to flourish for generations by offering them a way to transcend their means, to learn the ways of uh, Clarient and uh, Eric, and allow the buttercreams to rise to the top. Hmm. My boy is quite bright. Mine's a veritable genius. I remain stout. Even if it made a lick of sense, where would we find the funding? Where are the wages to pay the workers to lay the bricks? Where are the professors to teach the students? This is no plan, just a story spun by a traveling con. Not at all, not at all. Uh, Madam... Uh, Niedermayer. Ah, my dear Miss Niedermayer. On the contrary, we sell you the story of what could be, of what will be, if but for your meager assistance. You see, my partner Bloon is a famed Icarusian economist, uh, known for his number crunching, yes, and he can explain in hard facts how it is we shall succeed in this venture. I shall? Economist? Tell them, Bloon! Yes, right! Uh, well, hello. My partner Raincomb is quite right, of course. You see, we have already established a location for the new university on Old Amos Lee's property on the hill. A perfectly high point for an institution of such high... uh, learning. Old Lee's place. A mighty fine view indeed. Yes, but more to your point, good Madam Niedermayer, Our contracts are all drawn up. With just a single bank loan, we can begin construction and make a profit within the first year. As for professors, Bloon and I, both experts in a multiplicity of fields, shall of course contract ourselves at discounted rates for the first year. And of course, Ms. Ash is more than qualified to lead the language department. I am? Of course! The paperwork is all here. If you fancy a look... But more important than paperwork, women, is your legacy. Let Babylon University stand forevermore for those industrious councilwomen, whose likeness, of course, shall be cast in bronze and stand stoic upon the university's grounds, who took one great risk, offered one equitable bank loan, who lifted their meager hamlet to higher heights than any of us could possibly imagine. Let this university bring you the immortality that is your birthright. Oh, I like the sound of that. Jolly good, Raincomb and Bloon. Merry Christmas. I shall look mighty fine in bronze, if I may say so. Welcome to our town, and thank you for your impassioned plea. I had my doubts, boys, but your economist here is top-notch. The papers are signed, and we look forward to approving your university's charter before breaking ground. Thank you, Felden. Thank you, Niedermayer. I, our bloon here, is the best Icarus Falls has to offer. As for the matter of that loan, when is the soonest those funds can transfer? Why, tomorrow's Christmas, isn't it? So, at dawn's breaking, the money is yours. Good night, men. Good night, Ms. Ash. Good night, Miss Felden, and Mayor's mercy be upon your family. Eh? What did I tell you, Marilla? 
I am sweating. I am positively drenched in sweat, Raincomb. I gave the performance of my lifetime. Did you see me in there? I was incredible. Performance? Wilbur, at the end this afternoon, your cohort was a contractor. And there he was a famed economist. And, and now it seems nothing but a hack performer? Hack? I dare say. Not at all, Miss Hash. Uh, if you would allow me to explain. E explain? Explain? Man with a silver tongue, I never should have trusted you. You may have fooled those old bats in there, but I see right through you. You have no intent of building a university, do you? Of course we do. We simply need the loan to make our dream a reality. Well, how's this, Mr. Raincomb? If you are as committed as you say, draft the university charter you have promised and make good on your word. And if you do this for me, why, I pledge myself to you forever. Mayor's mercy. Am I witnessing the spark of love between you? That's right, Noel. Do this for me, Wilbur, and I am yours. Well, uh, that is to say, the thought did cross my mind. Uh, of course, we had every intention of drafting the charter, just as you said. But for you, Marilla, I will make it positively the greatest piece of literature you ever laid eyes on. And on the new year, we shall wed. You will? You really will? He is a man of his word, after all, Ms. Ash. I will pen it tonight by candlelight. Meet me at the inn at breakfast time, and you will see with your own eyes what the great raincomb and bloon can produce. Sue's sweetness. Work fast, my sweet raincomb. Goodbye, bloon. Her temperament shifts with the tides, does it not, raincomb? She is a live one. Methinks we should revise our plan. But rather than skip town at daybreak, why not draft this cursed charter? Become heroes throughout all Babylon. I will wed Marilla within a fortnight, and we can quietly remove ourselves under the guise of a honeymoon, never to return. I love nothing more than a good honeymoon. Come, Bloon, to our chambers. We have a university charter to write. How much longer, Raincomb? I am so sleepy. You were never a stickler for the finer details, were you? Do you not understand that this charter must pass muster with the Babylonian Council until we are able to plan our escape? We must live among them for a week or more. We must be counted as their prized new citizens. This charter must reflect every ounce of intelligence, cunning, and deception we possess. But I possess none of that. I am not sure this is such a good plan, Raincomb. We are not professors or learned men. We are vaudevillians at heart. How many scripts have I written for the masses? How many soliloquies pontificating on the human condition? Why, our two-handed performance of Sir Eric and Buttercream and Calavera Isle received standing ovations all across southern Lemuria. You do love a good soliloquy. And what more is a charter than an extended monologue? I shall nearly take on the voice of a pretentious intellectual and jot down the rules for my university in no time. Why, you can do that in your sleep. Precisely, my dear Bloon. How is this for university statute number 214? <clears throat> All disputes held upon, within, belonging to, or otherwise engaged with university faculty, property, or reputation, must forthwith be presided over by the Babylonian dean, in a courtroom overseen by them, to be judged upon by the dean and the dean alone, so as to maintain equilibrium among the student body. I understood nary a word. And that is the point! <laughs> I cram as much muddled phraseology as possible, and no one may decipher heads nor tails of it. At least... Not until after we are long gone with our million-dollar loan and a lovely bride in tow. Well, you seem to have it from here, Raincomb. I am already halfway to dreamland. A happy Christmas Eve to you, and I look forward to resuming our con in the morning. Fool, let him sleep while I sculpt a scholastic masterpiece. Oh, 
Good morning, Raincomb, and Merry Christmas. You must try this back bacon. It is as sweet as Sue. Forget breakfast. We must meet Marilla. And then on to Babylon Capital Bank to receive our loan. You look awful, friend. Did you sleep at all? No, I did not. I wrote near 100 pages all through the night, and I will need a strong coffee to carry me on through the day. Now, where is she? She ought to be here by now. Merry Christmas, sir. A breakfast for you? Complimentary, of course. Babylon tradition. What? No, thank you. I'm looking for a woman, Ms. Marilla Ash. She was meant to meet us here this morning. Ash, Ash. Oh, yes. A slender woman with the coyote's twinkle in her eye. Could that be her? Yes. Yes. Uh, Have you seen her? Uh, She came in at dawn, sir. She left this note for a Mr. Pinecone or some such thing and said she regretted not to be able to deliver it in person. Thank you, kind innkeeper. I am the Pinecone. So, about that breakfast? A black coffee, strong. And then be gone with you. Open the letter, Raincomb. Read it aloud. My dearest Raincomb, I do not doubt you mean well to bring university to Babylon, and I respect you and your partner for your efforts. However, I cannot be your wife. Not now. You know too little of the Babylonian customs, and your arrogance and foolhardiness will be your demise. I could not stay and watch you fail so miserably. I have real feelings for you, and once you see the error of your ways, I hope that you will send for me and we may reunite under a more fortuitous sky. In the meantime, I adventured to parts west in pursuit of my father, the famous Vaudevillian, and pray to Mare herself that you understand what I have done, and may, in time, forgive my actions. Yours, Marilla Ash. Oh, Raincomb, a runaway bride. My poor friend. Bah! I was using her after all, was I not? Though she is a lovely creature. As she said, perhaps we will find each other again one day. But pay no attention to her warnings of failure. We are on the precipice of success, Bloon. Forget the old new plan. The new, new plan is to go to the bank straight away before Christmas festivities begin and make off with our reward. Your coffee, sir. No time. Innkeeper, point us in the direction of the Babylon Capital Bank. (sighs) These money sacks sure are heavy, Raincomb. How are we going to carry these all the way to the station? Hurry, Bloon, before we- Raincomb! Bloon, there you are! Councilwoman Niedermayer! Hello! Yes! I see you received your bank loan for the university. Uh, Yes, Uh, we are in quite a hurry, too. Of course, of course, but let me help you. You'll never make it to the ceremony in time on foot. Ceremony? The Christmas Day Ceremony. Babylonian tradition, you know. I'll fetch my horse and carriage. Uh, No, that is quite all right. We can manage on our own. Nonsense! Wait right here. Rattler's wrath. Foiled. No matter, Bloon. We shall attend their blasted ceremony. And then, straight to the train station with the money. I am with you until the end, partner. This way, gentlemen. Your carriage awaits. Well then... One last hurdle to jump. Coming! Thank you to our Babylonian Children's Choir for brightening up our Christmas, as they do every year. And now, as head of the Babylonian Council, it is with great excitement that I announce to all Babylon a grand new project we have invested in. One that will revolutionize the way our quaint town is viewed across Lemuria. Yes, friends, meet young Raincomb and Bloon, purveyors of our very own Babylon University. Hello. Hello, Babylon. I am Raincomb. And I, Bloon. Yes, and we are your humble founders of the university. 
which your dear Councilwoman Felden hath spake. We bequeath to you the freshly minted Babylonian Charter, which lays out all rules and regulations for business regarding the school forever after. We hope to begin a grand tradition of educational enthusiasm, which will reverberate throughout the land for generations to come. You understand what he's saying? Not a lick, but it sounds good enough. Yes! Thank you, Babylon! What are you doing, man? Improvising. Have a little fun. Yes! I am Bloon, the great economist from down south. We have calculated all the necessary numbers, and we are pleased to say that Babylon is the perfect place for our school. Three cheers for Raincomb and Bloon! Hip hip! Wait a second, for Sue's sake! Frauds! Thieves! Never mind, never mind, folks. The deed is done. Pay no heed to this man. Just yesterday, this same balloon accosted me on my land and made me an offer under the guise of being an accomplished southern contractor. Well, which is it? Economist or contractor? Or just con? Calm yourself, Lee. We heard all about your land deal and it's above board. You signed the contracts, did you not? Oh, yes, but I was duped. I'm cheated. Now, now, people, is this really the time on Christmas Day? He's right, Lee. You have no claim to the land you sold off. Fine, but don't think I'm happy about it. Oh, the law is the law, Lee. Now, back to your place. Hmm. My apologies, ladies and gentlemen. Lee is a temperamental character. We will not allow him to ruin the fair deal you've made. Uh, thank you, Ms. Felden. We much appreciate it. Uh, now is the Christmas parade starting, uh, or what? <laughs> we have dallied here long enough. Right you are, Mr. Raincomb. Thank you for your attention, Babylonians. Our ceremony has nearly come to an end. All that is left is our most sacred of Babylonian traditions, which I'm sure you have all been waiting for. And for that, I call to the stand Mrs. Genevieve Niedermeyer. What is this now? England? I do not know, Bloom. Shh, listen. <clears throat> My fellow Babylonians, Merry Christmas to you all. It is my great honor to once again serve as our town steward of this longest-held tradition of ours, the wonderful and cherished Babylonian redistribution ceremony. I see that though Raincomb and Bloon are newcomers here, they have caught wind of our tradition and have brought along their million-and-a-half-dollar bank loan in person. What is the meaning of this? What is going on? Every year on Christmas Day at the Babylonian Redistribution Ceremony, all of Babylon comes together here in Town Square and offers up all their financial assets back to the town itself to bolster the local economy and prepare themselves to work just as hard again this year to earn their gains as they did last year. Now, Babylon, leave your spoils at your town's feet. Raincomb, Bloom, release those bags of money! Do we have to? Why, of course, Bloom. Like the woman says, it is a Babylonian tradition. Run! What? Run, Bloom, run! Oh, blasted heavy gold! Enough goofery, Mr. Raincomb! Thank you for your generous contribution to Babylon. Rest assured, your university will receive a large percentage to fund its every need. It's just as I said. These strangers do not care about our town any more than they care about the spirit of Christmas. What do you propose, Lee? Let's run them out of town, like the scoundrels they are. Seconded. And then we can get on with the Christmas parade. Citizens, charge! Where do we go, Raincomb? They are chasing us! To the train station, Bloon. Hurry! But what about the money? Scoop up what you can and run! Good 
good old Raincomb and Bloon. <laughs> They're always up to something. I wish they could join us tonight. If we remember them and keep them in our hearts, they almost are. Can you hear something? I don't know if I can play the piano anymore. No, I wasn't. No, fine, you convinced me. I really hear something, Adam. I wonder if... Could it be? I don't see anything, though. It's so dark, I can barely see the end of the porch. Nothing. It's probably just my imagination. Try this song with me. Keep heart. It's Christmas, so be happy. But I can't be happy only because it's Christmas. But you love Christmas. Christmas reminds me of what I love. But I don't know if I love just one day. Oh, I think you can. Where do we go from here? How about straight to the bar? The guy! The guy! Oh, ring-a-ding-ding. -ding. Oh, I've missed you, buddy. I ate brownies. Hope you don't mind. Evelyn! How could we mind, Evelyn? I brought my karaoke machine. Ooh, I love karaoke. Let's go set it up. May I, Hill? Though I regret I may not be of so much use in setting up this here singing box as I am, as they say, all thumbs with matters technical and mobile, I would sure love to bring some old-timer carols to this old house. I have been told I have a honey-strong antenna. Honeypot? Oh, it's good to see you in one piece. You and Guy see to the karaoke. Come on, buttercup. Buttercream is somebody else. I'll get it. Merry Christmas! Ah, welcome! Come in! This is the right party, right? Yeah, of course. Where did you find this slice of beef? I am a whale, Rachel. You will know I have never been confused with a cow before, and I shall remember that unkind cut to the end of my days! He's Crunch Church. Everybody loves Crunch Church. I don't know who he is. Uh, I brought punch. And bread. Parties always need bread. I brought game! Ooh, what game? I slew this stag and will dress the beast for our Christmas feast! <laughs> uh, sure, just go to the chopping block out back. I shall return in short order. Ooh, I got this one. Jenkins bot. Welcome, Jenkins bot. And us. Do you believe we weren't invited? By who? Your mom. Shut up. Hashtag Adam and Gordon Christmas. <laughs> hey, I can hear you, but I can't see you. We're the life of this party. Can you believe we lost to Carson State? Pass. We are official. Hashtag verified. I do not understand what this is, madam, but I am so overcome by the holiday spirit that not this nor our recent failure at Notch can keep me down. Say, do I smell bacon? I knew I wasn't the only one. I found a hog as well, and I have made bacon for everyone. The turkey! And we got this karaoke hooked up. But I need a whiskey. Say, is uh, anyone gonna give it a go? I don't sing. Well, not professionally. I just like to listen and judge. Well, if no one else is willing, I'll show you a little something that used to absolutely kill at Honeypot Hospital. Enter Rejoice and Come In. Enter Rejoice and Come In. Today will be a joyful day. Enter rejoice and command. I feel like I know this guy. I'm a guy. I do not know you. Dinner is served. You know, I grew up in a town called Marilla. Never heard that one before. But it's true. Hello, chaps. Gosh, it's nice to see you. I brought mashed potatoes just the way you like them. I love food. Food is the one thing on this fair sphere that fills me more than the joy I feel when I think of my own greatness. Ugh, I know, right? Evelyn, please pass the cantaloupe. It's melon. Fine, just pass. I must admit, Horace, I feel some connection to you. I get that a lot, Noel. And I like to say that everyone is connected to me, and of course, they are. But... There is something about you I can't quite get figured out. It is a puzzler, to be sure. So, what do you do again? Well, I just graduated from Babylon. I know that feeling. And so Adam and Gordon spent this wonderful Christmas Eve with their friends. 
Stories were shared, songs were sung, and no one could say that they had ever had a better night in their lives. And when the fires dimmed low, and the laughs gave way to yawns, and the last of the cider was gone, it was time for bed. Everyone went to their rooms. Adam bedded the fire. Gordon washed the dishes. And that night, as they slept, they were visited by the oldest friend of all. Me! The old warden of folklore visited the cabin and left everyone their due Christmas treat. Ho ho ho! But he never stays for long, and was soon on his way to the next house. Come, Buttercream, we have many more to see! Yes, Master! And soon it was morning, and Adam and Gordon awoke. Gordon, Gordon, wake up, it's Christmas! Oh boy, I love Christmas! Toys and trees and... <gasps> Where is everyone? The karaoke machine, the bacon, the bread? The boys searched the whole cabin and found that none of their friends were anywhere to be seen. All the beds were made and showed no signs of having been slept in. Was it all a dream? Wait! Look! What is that? A, a note! From... <gasps> Give it to me. Oh my. He was here. And it was more than a dream. It was... No. It is Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. Okay, I'm good. I haven't sung in, well, not professionally, in a long time. Oh, that never goes away, does it? Great. Stuck inside with no place to go I wanna fire up a tune on that radio I notice what I'm looking for It's Christmas I'll find my friends and pull them onto the flower Gonna shake it all night and we'll still ask for more It's the perfect reason to celebrate the season It's Christmas, yeah I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love with Christmas It's because, it's because, it's because, it's because it's Christmas I'm not quite in Ireland, but maybe in Christmas, so walk on me, baby, we'll go all the way to Christmas. I got a gift for you, you got a gift for me, and we'll exchange them all night under the Christmas tree. Gotta let it go under the mistletoe, it's Christmas. First we'll stoke the fire, then we'll cuddle up For a glass of eggnog on my bearskin rug It's the perfect night and the time is right For Christmas I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love with Christmas it's because, it's because, it's because, it's because, it's What's going on? Is Christmas ending so soon? What do we do when all the snow is gone? Christmas is nothing but an empty wand. I keep up my lights, but it don't feel right without Christmas. Trying to keep all of my holiday cheer And carry it with me through the 
rest of the year But I'll always remember that perfect December with Christmas Oh, I just love Christmas oh, I can't believe it's gone It's my favorite I mean, it's, it's, it's just, it's Christmas. What else is there to say? Christmas. Featuring the vocal talents of Natalie Rich, Max Reinertsen, Sarah Schenken, Max Henry Schloner, Alistair Bogue, Gordon David Rankin, Eric J. Huber, Michelle Vo, Adam Burley, Sandra Valeo, Jerry L. Uter, Joe Campbell, Ali Rivera, Corey Wheelahan, Ned Donovan, Anna Luft, Sam Rothman, written and produced by Adam Burley and Gordon David Rankin. Christmas Eve, something you would not believe. Evelyn's in another pickle. How's she gonna get free? Black Widow's holiday cheer. It's our favorite time of year. Reunite with old friends like the guy And we'll find out why Black widows and sheriff death They're two peas in the same pod And we mean that literally They've all been in the pod 